Listen for everything you need to know about improving your SEO link building in 2022. You're listening to the Keep Optimizing Podcast to increase your traffic, improve your conversion rates, and grow your profits. Hello and welcome. I'm Chloe Thomas, the host of this Marketing Focus podcast. If you're not familiar with our format, if you may be tuning in for the first time, well, each month we focus on a different marketing method like email or Facebook ads or this month SEO. And each week I interview a different marketing method expert to explore the latest advice on making it work for your business. This month, it's all about SEO. Can you believe it? This is our third SEO month. And we've never before covered link building, which is the topic of today's episode. Why have we never covered it? Well, I guess it's because I've never found anyone who wanted to talk about link building who I was willing to put out on the podcast. Um, And because other topics came along that were really, really juicy in the world of SEO. So it's kind of a blessing and a curse of there only being a certain amount of time we can give to each marketing area on this show is I try and pick the best possible topics. Well, this time, this year when we're doing SEO, I found someone brilliant on link building and It is the most juicy thing I want to share with you. So in this episode, we're finally getting into link building with an excellent guest. So you're going to learn how to work out what sites you want to get links on, and you're going to learn learn the best possible link building strategy for 2022. We're going to meet them in a second, but before we do, please do check out our sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by Klaviyo, the email and SMS platform built just for e-commerce brands. If you're marketing an e-commerce brand, you already know that data changes everything. More data means more power. And if your email or SMS tools can't handle all that data, they're probably holding you back. That's where Klaviyo comes in. Its top-notch personalization and segmentation help you send the right message at the right time, guided by unlimited real-time data from your online online store and tech stack. Request a demo at klaviyo.com forward slash masterplan. That's K-L-A-V-I-Y-O dot com slash masterplan. Today, I'm chatting with SEO expert Brandon Liebowitz. Brandon got his first SEO job way back in 2007, building the SEO power for a new e-commerce site with over 10,000 SKUs. SEO nightmare if ever there was one. Now, soon after that, he founded his agency, SEO Optimizers, where ever since um, the early days, they've been all about getting more sales from Google using SEO so you can stop spending money on ads, which sounds right up all our streets, I reckon. Hello, Brandon. Hi. Thanks for having me on. I'm excited to share some of my knowledge and experience over the years with everybody. Uh, It's awesome to have you here, someone who's got you know, so many, well over a decade or over 15 years, in fact, of experience doing SEO for e-commerce sites. It's just brilliant to have you here. So thanks for agreeing to come on. How did you, you know, kind of send yourself into the world of SEO all those years ago? What led you to it? I just kind of fell into it after I graduated, got my degree in business marketing and was looking for a job. And this company near my house said, hey, we want you to do SEO. And I was just like, I have no idea what SEO means. Never heard of it. And they said, don't worry. We don't really know much about SEO either. We're going to take you like workshops and seminars and kind of learn with you, which kind of intrigued me and went 
took that job and kind of learned about SEO back in 2007 and realized back then, I feel like everyone's going to have a website in the future. And I was helping out with all aspects of digital marketing with them, helping out with like Google ads, doing social, doing email marketing, kind of helping out with product descriptions, taking pictures for the website, doing every, almost everything. And back then realized like everyone's going to have a website in the future and SEO is a way to get free traffic. All those things I mentioned definitely work. And I would recommend doing everything like running some marketing ads or running, doing email campaigns, doing social media, because it all helps to get more, to build that business and get those leads, get those sales. But SEO is just a free way of getting traffic that I've really just focused on over the years is let's stop helping Google get richer and start helping you save money and get that organic traffic and get that free traffic from Google. Sounds good to me. Um, Brandon, you're here to talk about link building, which I think is the most difficult part of SEO to get right. It's an area where you can do an awful lot of work and get little reward if you haven't put the right thinking in at the beginning. And I think a lot of, um, you know, with the merging worlds of PR and SEO and content and social and all this kind of stuff kind of merging these these days, I think a lot of e-commerce brands just hope their link building strategy will be taken care of as an accidental bonus of other stuff they're already doing. But it's not that case, is it? We should be investing in our link building specifically as well. You definitely, definitely. I mean, yeah, SEO is like a puzzle. Got to put all the pieces together, but some pieces are a lot bigger than others. And link building ever since Google started has been a big part of their algorithm is making sure you have good inbound links and outbound links, but make sure that you have good inbound links that are relevant and authoritative and just make sense. But got to do everything with SEO. If you're just focused on link building only, or if you're just focused on on-page SEO, you're not going to get the full value of that SEO. You're only going to get a partial rankings from Google. Now, you mentioned there that we need to be looking for relevant authoritative links. So what sort of links should we be going after? Because it's it's not about going to your mate who, I don't know, owns a hairdresser's and saying, can you put a link on your website? It's a, We've got to be a bit more strategic about that, haven't we? So I guess what I'm trying to say, Brandon, is what is the 101 basics of link building? Um, the most important part of link building is relevancy finding other sites that are related to you. So if you're a doctor and then you're getting a backlink from my SEO website, that might look a little strange. Google's going to be like, why is this SEO company linking out to a doctor? So, But if the doctor was getting a backlink from, let's say, WebMD or, or something that's related to health and wellness, that would make more sense to Google's algorithm. So relevancy is a big part is you don't have to find other competitors. Like I'm an SEO company. I'm probably not going to get any other SEO company to link out to me since we're all competition, but finding anything that's somewhat related to what I'm doing, like finding anything that's related to marketing. It doesn't have to be digital marketing. It could be traditional TV, radio, anything that's somewhat related to what you're doing. That's the type of websites that you want linking out to you, which... Then you're wondering, like, how do I get these websites to link out to me? And there's tons of different ways, but the safest strategy or the best one for 2022 is probably blogging on other people's websites. So finding other related websites that are related to what you're doing and trying to build relationships with these websites and see if you could give them a blog post, essentially. Also, I mean, there's a ton of different ways. Also looking at your competitors' backlinks. I mean, that's probably the first starting point is let's find the competition. I can see everything you're doing. You can see everything I'm doing using different tools to look at the backlinks like Ahrefs or Moz or SEMrush. 
which will show you all of your back or anyone's backlinks. And if your competition, if someone's ranking on that first page of Google, and if you look at those backlinks, it's more than likely those backlinks that are what's moving them up those rankings. And by you spying on those backlinks, you could see which ones or which sites seem relevant that you could reach out to, or you could see patterns where maybe your five competitors are all getting a backlink from this one website. Maybe you should do the same and just try and look for those trends and see what's going on behind the scenes. So Brian, you just give us a couple of brilliant tips there. We'll come back to the guest blogging piece in a moment. But first off, looking at our competitor backlink profile, so other people trying to rank on the same keywords as us, that's that's kind of your, your first step, you would say. Go and look at who's linking to the others and contact them and see if they'll link to you as well. Yep. Yep. I would first say make a list of your competition because a lot of people come to me and say, all right, here's my competition. Here's my competitors. And I'm looking on Google and they don't rank anywhere. And online and offline is very different. So when I'm talking about competitors, I would tell people, go into Google, search for your keywords and search for like 10 or 20 different keywords and make a list of who consistently shows up because that's your competition. Even if it's like a Wikipedia page or an Amazon and you're not selling e-commerce or, but if they're on the first page of Google, for your keywords, that is your competition. That's who you have to look at and see what strategies are utilizing to get those rankings. So that's the first point or first starting point is really step back and figure out who's your competition online, who's ranking for those keywords, then throw them into the different tools and really look at their profiles and see any overlap or see any patterns or see any trends or just see anything that looks like red flags, maybe, maybe they might have a lot of pharmaceutical links pointing to them. So you're like, I want to avoid that. So, cause you never know sometimes, I mean, Google is just a robot now room. It's not going to get everything perfect all the time. So you have to double check and really make sure that you're going after right, right type of backlinks, because if you build the wrong type of backlinks, it could do more harm than good. Yeah. Cause what was it about? Oh, I was going to say five years, but it's probably 10 years ago. Google started penalizing sites for the wrong backlinks, didn't they? So, which is why I guess doing the research and looking for websites that are definitely relevant to your area is a good way of avoiding getting into trouble. Mm-hmm. Yep. That was a penguin algorithm update, I think in 2011 or 13 that came out. And that one is still updated to this day because everyone's trying to game the system with backlinks. Backlinks are the most important thing or one of the biggest things that gets spammed and Google's really trying to scrutinize and make sure that it's good quality backlinks and not low quality. Because like in the past, I mean, there are tools that still to this day with a click of a button, I could build a million backlinks and they'll be on relevant websites, but they're all low quality type of backlinks and spammy backlinks. And that's where Google's just trying to clean up that stuff and just make sure that the internet's not full of spam or people aren't manipulating the rankings by using those tools because they want it to be fair. It's kind of the the rule of thumb for not getting in trouble with Google with your backlinks is if it seems too good to be true, it is. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anywhere that's like, oh, submit your website or sites like Fiverr and things like that, where it's like $5 backlinks, I mean, uh, that's going to unfortunately probably drop you in rankings instead of moving you up, which is the last thing we want to happen to anyone's rankings. We don't want you going down. We want you to moving up those rankings. So quality over quantity is a big part nowadays in 2022 or just in general is quality, not the quantity, but make sure you have good quality sites. Which brings us nicely onto my next question, Brandon, which is we've got, we've gone and Googled our keywords to find though who are our SEO competitors on our keywords. We've 
plugged them into Ahrefs or Moz or SEMrush, one of those tools to find out who their backlinks are. And we probably created a list of quite a lot of websites that are relevant to our subject area that we could go and ask for links. But as you've just made really clear, quality is key here, which I guess is the authoritative bit you were talking about earlier. So how do we then sift our way through those links? Because let's face it, we haven't all got unlimited time. So how do we sift our way through those links to work out who were the best possible people for us to be trying to get a link from? Mm -hmm. Yep. So that is the tricky part because there's so many third-party tools out there that will give you rankings, but None of them are really Google. I mean, Google has their page rank, but that hasn't been updated in years. So Moz has like domain authority, page authority. There is citation flow and trust flow from Majestic. There is Ahrefs that has their own rankings. And all these different tools have their own different Alexa. I mean, there's tons of them out there. So I try to look at them as a whole because it's pretty easy to manipulate those rankings. Like people know how to move up their domain authority or page authority or citation flow, trust flow, page authority, domain authority from Ahrefs. All those are third-party tools that are not Google. So don't just take everything with a grain of salt. And I try to look at the overall scores of all their scores because maybe someone has a really high domain authority and page authority, but then when I look at trust flow and citation flow, it's all zeros. And that's a big red flag that they were just manipulating the system to try to get backlinks that would improve their domain authority, which fortunately there's a lot of people out there that are happy to help move your domain authority up, your page authority, all those different ranking factors, but that doesn't turn into traffic. So you have to be careful and really just examine those and just, can take everything with a grain of salt. Don't just trust what you see. Really dive into it. And even sometimes you might even want to look at those websites' backlink profiles to see if they are spammy backlink profiles, if it's a lot of like pharmaceutical or pornography or just random, obscure foreign language type of backlinks or anchor text. That's just a red flag that maybe this site isn't ideal and you might want to skip it over. I love that. It's it's not easy, everyone. That's what we're saying. Brian is making it sound like a lot of work because it is a lot of work. But the good thing is if you do that work, then the next stage actually getting the backlink becomes easier because, you know, as you said earlier, Brandon, there are those sites where you can just go pay a fiver and you get some backlinks. Re getting proper backlinks is a lot more work, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's, and also you got to think like, Google probably has, I mean, not probably, definitely has a budget to go into Fiverr and the time to buy all those gigs and probably penalize all those backlinks because Google doesn't want you gaming the system. And for Google to be able to get a list of backlinks for five or 10 bucks and then just devalue all of them, I'm sure they're doing that. I mean, I don't know per se, but I wouldn't doubt it. I would if I was Google. I'd never thought about it until you mentioned it then. But yeah, if I was Google, I'd go on Fiverr as not Google and give everyone offering backlinks, mm -hmm. of pay them and then get the link and then go and disavow them. Yeah. 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 Because I feel like they more than likely would be doing that. They have the time, they have the money, they have the manpower. So I don't see why they wouldn't be doing that if they're already updating their algorithm, which probably takes a lot more time than just going into Fiverr and buying and devaluing all those websites. Well, and then they're probably feeding all that data into the back end of the algorithm as well. So as it can learn to spot them. Mm -hmm. anyway so yep. yeah learn about yeah. those mainly like it's called private pbn's private blog networks where it's like it looks like a real website but it's just a fake website used for link building that's just a blog and there's nothing else to it there's no depth to that website and it looks real 
but it's not really a website. It's like these fake profiles on social media where you might get these profiles that follow you. And then you look at them, they have a picture and a profile picture and they update their status, but it's all just generic kind of stock images and fake accounts. So trying to weed through all that and find the real stuff is tricky nowadays, but that's what Google's ultimately doing with the backlinks, trying to weed through it and find the good sites, the real sites. And once we've got those real sites, Brandon, you said earlier that the the best strategy in 2022 is the guest blogging strategy. Do you want to talk us through kind of the the key points of how we go about doing that? Because it, it's not just send, writing something and sending it to 20 websites, is it? No, no. So yeah, the guest blogging would be a great way to get you on relevant websites. So I would go into Google and search using, there's called advanced search operators, but helps you search a little bit more or refine your searches and search for essentially websites about your topic. So you just go into Google, find these websites and then qualify them kind of just like we were talking about before, looking at seeing if they're relevant, if they have a good backlink profile. And then if so, reaching out to them, kind of cold emailing websites, building relationships with these bloggers or with these webmasters and trying to just see if you could potentially give them a blog post or whatever needs to be done to get on their website. But blogging is usually easier route. You give them a free blog post, people are happy because everybody wants content. Content is king. So the more content that you have on your website, the better. So you give them free content. And as long as it's informational and not promotional, they're more than likely going to, or they should be receptive to it. And in there would be a clickable link that points back to your website somewhere in there, along with links that point to other websites. You don't want to just link to yourself. That's a big red flag to Google. Why is this blog only linking to one person? looks really suspicious. So making sure that you have a couple backlinks that point to other non-competitive websites just to keep it looking natural and neutral and not throw any red flags to Google. We want to keep everything as organic and natural looking as possible. And and yeah, just got to keep mixing it all up to Google. Just don't leave any trail. I love that. That's such a simple tip. Link to someone other than yourself, but it so often gets forgotten. Um, Brandon, if we're, I know a lot of a lot of um, the listeners are time poor. They've only got so much cash to invest in creating content. So, as a rule of thumb for an e-commerce brand, how many guest posts for other people's websites would you write versus? Sp- blogs for your own website. How I guess what I'm trying to say is should we be investing more in blog posts for other people's sites for link building rather than building up the content on our own site? Mm, it just depends. Depends on how many backlinks you already have versus your competition or your competitors and if you're just starting off and you don't have any backlinks, I would say blog on your website once a month and try to blog on five or more other websites every single month because the backlinks really build that trust up and it's really tough to build trust and you need backlinks. So if you're a newer website without many backlinks, I'd say blog once on your website. But if you're established and you have a lot of traction, you already have a lot of backlinks and you don't need to be blogging as much. You still want to keep it active because Google, to Google, a normal website would always be getting some backlinks. So building a few backlinks, but you could maybe balance it out, maybe updating your blog twice a month and then building two or three external backlinks on other people's websites. But it's not really one size fits all with that. It really just depends on your website, what level you're at versus the competition and how far you need to get or how many backlinks you really need to build to get ahead of the competitors. Yeah, that that endless seesaw of 
Should we be writing for us or should we write for the other? Because you've got to have links to get the authority to rank, but you've also got to have the content on the right keywords. The joy of SEO, it carries on. Um, well, look, Brandon, talking about the joy of SEO, we are going to pause now for a mind of our sponsors, and then we're going to talk about the whole wide world of SEO in a moment. This podcast is brought to you by Klaviyo, the email and SMS platform built just for e-commerce brands. If you're marketing an e-commerce brand, you already know that data changes everything. More data means more power. And if your email or SMS tools can't handle all that data, they're probably holding you back. That's where Klaviyo comes in. Its top-notch personalization and segmentation help you send the right message at the right time, guided by unlimited real-time data from your online store and tech stack. Request a demo at klaviyo.com forward slash masterplan. That's K-L-A-V-I-Y-O dot com slash masterplan. Okay, Brandon, so far we've gone deep into link building. Now you get to wow us with your insider knowledge about the whole of SEO. So for the following questions, your answer can be anything to do with SEO, which of course does include link building. Brandon, you ready for these? Mm, yeah. Okay, here we go. Let's start with newbie advice. If we've inspired someone to take their first step, what do they need to know to give themselves the best chance of success? Just don't give up and keep at it because SEO is not immediate. Nothing happens immediately. So a lot of people get discouraged when they don't see the rankings moving up right away. But just be patient. And over time, you'll slowly see yourself moving up and getting more and more traffic. But just don't expect immediate results. Unfortunately, I wish that was the case, but if you're looking for immediate results, that's what Google or ads are for. So, but in the long run, the SEO is going to be the better play. It's just be patient with things. Patience has to be the best advice in SEO ever. Um, okay. Once you've started, of course, you've got to keep optimizing. So what's your favorite way to improve performance? It is by just going in and just trying to do a site audit and looking at the competitors as well and just trying to see where we might be lacking or where might be or where we're doing better. But really just looking at the competition and seeing looking for things that might not have thought of, maybe throwing in a schema on this page or adding some technical things that we might not have thought of that will enhance that site. But just every once in a while going in and just doing that audit to just make sure everything's up to date and that the competition hasn't thought of new things that we haven't thought of already. Nice. Yeah. Just constantly reviewing. Sounds like a good plan to me. Uh, now, if everyone or if someone even listening wants to learn more, is there one cheap or free resource you would recommend? Yeah, I really like the Ahrefs blog. That one has a really good, especially since we're talking about link building, they really focus on link building on there. So that one goes in depth from beginner to advanced and really technical strategies. And they put together really informative blog posts. I'd recommend just reading as many blogs as possible or watching videos on YouTube, just making sure that the stuff that you read or watch is up to date because everything changes with SEO. So it works today, potentially might not work tomorrow. So if you're reading something from 2018, it probably still works, but it might not still be as effective. So just realize that whatever you're reading this content or reading, looking for cheat sheets and things like that, or watching videos, just make sure it's newer-ish. Again, some things still hold true from 10, 15 years ago, but a lot of stuff changes all the time. So you just got to be on top of it. Just make sure that you're getting what Google's looking for in 2022 or whatever year 
you're focused on. Yeah, this is um, SEO. If there was ever a marketing method where the latest blogs, the latest podcast episodes, the latest YouTube content rules the day, it's definitely SEO. You, If you're going to invest time in this, you want the latest strategies. Um, okay. Finally, Brandon, it's crystal ball time. What's coming up in the next six to 12 months that we should be getting ready for? Uh, I would just be focused more potentially on, well, I mean, unfortunately, nobody really knows what's going to happen with the future, <laughs> but I feel like video is going to take over a little bit more. I mean, Google shows YouTube or videos in the search results and 90% of the time or the majority of the time, it's going to be a YouTube video. So I would try to build up a presence on YouTube and just try to get yourself out there because people want to buy off people and getting yourself out there builds that trust up. And also like if you look at like social media and everything, everything is shifting to video. Like Instagram has images and videos. It's all primarily video. TikTok, it's all video. Pinterest even lets you put videos nowadays. So everything is really shifting towards visuals, content, short snippets, people's attention stands spans are a lot shorter. So just try to even putting a video on your website. People don't want to read websites anymore. People are lazy nowadays. They're, I mean, not lazy, but their attention span is so short. So you got to keep their attention and capture that attention quickly. Oh, that's perfect. Thank you so much, Brandon. We are very nearly at the end of the show now. So could you please let the listeners know where they can find you and your business on the web? Yeah, you could go to seooptimizers.com. And for everyone listening, I appreciate you coming out. And if you go to seooptimizers.com forward slash gift, I have a gift for everybody for listening to this podcast. So if you want to learn more about me and check out more free resources, that would be the best place is seooptimizers.com forward slash gift. Lovely. Thank you so much for that, Brandon. I'm sure the uh, the audience are going to love going and finding out what that gift is, because I know I'm immediately going to go to that page now to see what it is myself. Um, thank you so much for coming on the podcast and for giving us such a clear guide as to what we should be doing for our link building side of our SEO at the moment. So um, it's been a pleasure chatting to you. Thanks, Brandon. Yeah. Thanks, Chloe, for having me on. And hopefully this is helpful for me for everyone. And thanks, everyone, for listening. So a great breakdown there of what's working right now in link building and the steps. I know they're quite hard work, but the steps you need to go through to make sure you're link building in the right way. Otherwise, you will get penalized by Google. And guest blogging is such a great way of building links because not only does it get you some links, it also, if you're picking the right websites, which as you've just learned, you have to, you're also getting content that references your brand in front of exactly the right people. So it's a no-brainer of a, you know, sorry, not necessarily a no-brainer because it depends on your strategy, but it is a an SEO strategy that's going to give to you on multiple levels than just the links itself. Now, you can get the links to everything, the many links actually today, to everything we discussed, the full transcript, important notes and more at keepoptimizing.com. There you can also sign up to our monthly Q&A webinar where you get to ask your questions of our SEO specialists. So I hope to see you there. To sign up and find out where and when it's happening, just go to keepoptimizing.com. And thank you for tuning into this episode. If you've enjoyed it and want to continue learning about SEO right now, well, this was the first of our of our series for this year. So 
If you want more SEO, you need to scroll back up your feed to episodes 49, 50, 51, 52, and 53, because last June we did a full five episodes on SEO covering five very different aspects of making it work for your store. And make sure you check out the episode we did with Luke Carthy, because he went through, he gave us kind of a technical SEO one-on-one, which was something um, Brandon was mentioning there as a way of improving your performance, was making sure your technical and your schema markup are where they should be. And that's what Luke will give you a good intro to that so you know what on earth we're talking about. Uh, And if any of your fellow marketers are trying to improve their SEO at the moment, make sure they're listening too. Tell them to listen because the whole reason we create um, this podcast is to help people like you improve your e-commerce marketing in the easiest way possible. Right. Confession time. Um, we're not actually doing a whole month on SEO this time. This month, we're going to do three episodes about SEO. And then our last episode of the month is, wait for it, episode 100. Yeah, we've made it to 100 episodes of the Keep Optimizing podcast, or we will do in a couple of weeks' time. So for that, we're doing something a little special. So stay tuned and you'll find out about that in due course. For now, though, have a great week and make sure you listen to the next episode so I can help you to keep optimizing your marketing. Access everything Keep Optimizing at keepoptimizing.com. That's with an S, not a Z.